Hello and welcome to my Power of Music and Voice podcast. I've talked to many industry professionals and non-professionals on the power of music and voice for good mental health and general well-being and about what it means to them and how it is used. My passion is to raise the awareness of their power. With voice, it could be hypnotherapy, therapy or just talking about issues or singing. With music, it could be writing songs or performing or giving music therapy. That's another very effective way to help. They can both bring harmony, peace, joy and so much more to our lives and to the lives of others when their power is embraced. Join me on this wonderful journey through music and voice. Hello and welcome to this month's podcast of the power of music and voice and today my guest is Linda Lamon. You would have heard her on my Bands in the Boudoir podcast but Linda has a very important message and in this episode we are taking a slightly different route where music and voice is helping a situation that needs to be taken extremely seriously and that is conservation. Now Linda if you've listened to my previous podcast has done two albums about time and about time too and A lot of her songs have a wildlife connection and a message, a very important message to to get out there. But I love talking to Linda, as you could tell from my previous podcast. She is a wonderful lady and she is so passionate about helping conservation. She's very actively involved. And in particular, she's quite involved in Dr. Brian May's Save Me Trust at the moment. But let's get on and introduce Linda and listen to her side of the story. Hi, Linda, and welcome back. Lovely to see you again. Hi, Lynn. Lovely to see you. So, Linda, I am so interested in finding out how you are connecting your music with the conservation side of things could you tell me the story from the beginning how did you get into this was it your music first was it the foundation first I'd love to hear about it well it was everything really I mean I've always been a lover of nature I've always felt a connection to nature and since a child really we were very lucky even even though I lived in on the edge of the outskirts of a city uh, we had a place called Reddish Vale Country Park near us and my parents used to take us down there regularly. So, yes, I've always had a connection to nature. And when I got into songwriting in my teens, well, later on, actually, because my songwriting in my teens was all about love <laughs> and <laughs> angst, as it, as it is. But as I matured and got into more, more sort of adverse music, I I started writing about nature and about the importance of nature. And when I, I, my husband died 15 years ago now, it seems like yesterday, but it was 15 years, I actually found some accommodation that was sponsored by the PRS in Beer Regis in Dorset. And I took the opportunity and um, uprooted myself, rented the house out, moved into a one-bedroom flat Mm -hmm. and uh, settled myself there with a bunch of musicians. And I very soon afterwards heard from the villagers that somebody had bought 160 acres of farmland that I'd actually got into the habit of walking around and immersing myself in. Um, I wasn't sure who it was, but I was 
I was so delighted that the land wasn't going to be passed over to housing that I that I wrote a song now I'd heard that this new owner uh, was going to plant make woodland out of this land so I wrote a song called the new woodland song because I was really pleased and I sent it to the people who were managing the land which was Till Hill in Devon and to my surprise I got a reply back from the owner who loved the song, and that was Dr. Brian May. Oh, cool. My stomach just turned over. I didn't believe it. Well, because I'd written to the management company, and then I got a direct email from him, I I was pretty convinced it actually was him. Mm. Um, And he just simply said, this is is lovely. Can you perform it? (laughs) How fantastic. What an offer. (laughs) Can you perform it at the tree planting day, please? So, um, of course, I said yes. And then I thought, what have I let myself into? But I actually gathered, I I spoke to the local school Mm -hmm. because I was actually working with them already. I was doing some music workshops with them, teaching the song, the children, the confidence to actually write songs and we'd written a few little ditties together. So I approached the school and asked them if, I, if the school children would sing the song. It seemed an appropriate thing to do because it was their future. Yeah, so I went through a few rehearsals with the children and we actually performed for, for Brian at the tree planting day a few months later. That is just wonderful. I, I love the fact you got children involved because they are our future. They are so important. and Absolutely. They're the ones that can take the message into the future about conservation. So the, what a lovely thing to do. So I bet it went down wonderfully, didn't it? T- tell us what happened after that. It was absolutely chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Brian was lovely. He loved it. He loved the chaos. He loved the children. He loved the whole thing. In fact, he said it was one of the best days of his life. He really loved it. He'd been he'd been looking forward to doing this for years and years. He'd dreamt about it for years. So to actually be there in this big field with all these children and all these villagers planting, it was he was just delighted. So I actually got to, to not many people will be able to lay claim to this. I actually got to sit with Brian very quietly in the field <laughs> and sang a couple of other songs for him on my guitar, which oh, I later cool. went on to record and, and support the charity with. So all of the songs that I did with the Save Me Trust, because I, I then became friends with Brian and Anne Brummer, who runs the Save Me Trust. I've been to visit the charity a few times and... Um, I try and raise awareness by actually writing songs with the woodland theme or about creatures in the woodlands and get it out there and and try and um, raise money for the charity while doing so. Delightful. The songs are delightful. I love, I love it. I love them. They're really lovely. Now, the Save Me Trust, of course, it isn't just about woodlands, is it? It's about a lot of, it's got a lot of aspects under the hedgehogs, general wildlife, flora, hasn't it? Yes, they campaign for animal rights and they go to Parliament to lobby 
those rights. So they do some very serious stuff, which is all in aid. I mean, we've got to look after our wildlife Mm -hmm. because if we don't look after our wildlife, we're the ones that are going to suffer in the end because it's all part of the, the food chain. It starts from the smallest nematodes, you know, the insects. We rely on wildlife. The wildlife, it's all part of the circle of life. It's all part of the ecosystem. Without our wildlife, we have no ecosystem. Therefore, we have no, we won't have oxygen. We won't have, it is the circle of life uh, from, as you say, from the smallest nematode right the way through. That's right. And ultimately, it will affect us in years to come, because without this ecosystem, without the biodiversity, Mm. without the reliance on on insects that are feeding from one another, because we've got um, from the ground up, which, you know, we've got the flies and the insects and um, the birds feed on those. And we need the butterflies and the bees to pollinate the wildflower meadows it's all connected and and people I think people are slowly beginning to realize this but I think people have been quite unaware of it for some time how we rely on these areas of of woodlands to to support our, um, our our wildlife and it's we've lost 13 percent oh well we we had 13% coverage in the UK at the moment, which sounds quite low, and it is quite low because average in Europe is 37% coverage. But we do actually need native woodlands, and we've only got 2% of native woodlands. So we need to be planting native trees, guys. Yes, we do. Get planting native trees. But it's so nice that you've got people like, Brian behind it. There's, a, there's several celebrities that are taking conservation very seriously, yes. aren't they? Not only just some UK, but around the world as well. So if we can get more on board, but it's it's, it's all very well having the, the name at the top of the trusts. We need people actively getting involved, actively taking that interest. It's not going to happen on its own just because there is a trust there. We need to be part of that trust. We need not just the Save Me Trust as well, any trust, any conservation, we need to really try and be more active. And I think they're teaching it in schools more. You've done your bit there, but I think they are taking it into schools a bit more. Well, yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, yeah, I was just cutting in there, sorry, but because you mentioned schools, because yeah. Save Me Trust have got a campaign on at the moment, a project on, and they're taking packs into schools around the Surrey area about hedgehogs. So, yeah, I've got a song called Mr Prickles that's on my second album. So I, it's just been going through my head this last few days I, that I'll probably distribute that song to schools. Mm. So because it's got a lovely hand action to it. I'll tell you a story, actually. Yeah, go I on. went. I went to a, a hedgehog day put on by the charity, and I got there, and I thought, I know, I'll take charge of the children because give the parents a bit of um, browsing time. So we, I took charge of the children, and I talked to them about hedgehogs and I asked them what they thought about hedgehogs and the best words to describe them, and we made a little ditty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and 
of course, Brian heard this because he was there. He turned up. They didn't tell me the TV cameras were going to turn up as well. And he heard this ditty. In fact, there were two ditties uh, in the one. And then the film crew wanted some footage of this song. And Brian was watching. So I was there with the children singing this song. And Brian gets his phone out and starts filming me. So he put it, put it on Instagram and it got about 50,000 um, views. And me, you know, I thought, I fancy myself as a rock and roller, really, a rock chick, you know. <laughs> I thought, oh, oh, no, that's my claim to fame, singing Miss Prickles. <laughs> <laughs> what a great story, so... <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but the, the funny, the best part, and the cameras didn't get, get this, was once the cameras had filmed me and once Brian had filmed me, the film crew asked me to do it again, as they do. Well, just one more time. And <laughs> Brian started doing the actions. <laughs> so he's there doing the, these hand actions with all the children. He loved it. <laughs> so I sent him a copy of the completed song that's on the CD and he, he absolutely loves it. So I think we're going to use it for some campaigns, uh, certainly to, to send out to children, because what we'd like to do is get all children doing these hand actions and possibly some TikTok, some TikTok coverage. It'd yeah. be great way. It'd be a great way of getting the message out there that we need our hedgehogs because they're declining. Oh, I know. It's so sad. So does the trust, are the trust looking for people sort of ambassadors or people to take these packages into other areas you know schools into other well areas. I think that might be on the cards I don't think they've thought that they're organized enough to do that I've certainly offered to distribute them in Cheshire but yeah that will be in the future but yes they're always asking for volunteers in the Surrey area particularly because it's convenient for their base in Windlesham and they, they're always on the lookout for um, volunteers to come and help at their rescue centre because they have a centre where people can send injured wildlife. Right. And they're very good at, at that. So people can get no, in touch with them online because they, they have the website. It's www.saveme.org and all the information is on there and as i say you know volunteers are very welcome well let's hope we can get some volunteers because it's so important and i'm sure there's so many people in surrey go on get yourselves out there get on online and get yourself volunteering if you fancy that if you're retired and you feel like you know you want to connect with others you want to get out there and do some good then what a perfect way to do it so what are the plans have they got? You say they're going to have an anniversary of the tree planting ceremony. Is that right? Yes, that's what we're working towards. Um, oh, 2023. Before... Yes, that's right. It seems, do you know, it seems such a long way away, doesn't it, Lynn? But it'll soon be upon us. And with any projects, you have to start planning way ahead. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm a keen photographer as well. So I've been doing quite a lot of 3D pictures in Mays Wood, which is what the wood in Beer Regis is called, um, Brian's Woodland there. And I'll be, 
having a photographic display for then and then we've got lots of other things planned one of the things that's come to mind is we might do some stories about the people that were there at the planting day children in particular because they'll remember because they were about five to eleven at the time and they'll be grown up now but I'm sure they've got lots of memories so I'd like to get those memories down yeah you know sort of get it into some sort of a collection for the charity so they've got those precious memories there and we'll be doing something about dormice as well because that's their next project and of course I've got my song about Hazel the dormouse there yes (laughs) (laughs) and yeah the, the whole I'm hoping that the school will do some of their own projects and there's a possibility I might be writing a new song with the children because that'll be a real celebration song, because the the woodland is looking absolutely fantastic now. I mean, I've actually photographed the progress of the growth of the native trees, um, shrubs and wildflower meadows, and watched it grow for the last eight years. And it's just been like watching a child grow. It's been an absolutely breathtaking experience to go down there and um, photograph it through all the seasons and it's very special the they've got the planting just right and I was down there last week actually and I'm beginning to photograph all the bugs and insects and butterflies that have suddenly appeared you know that uh, and that will of course will attract the larger predators and we've already got quite a selection of different birds and ground nesting birds so it's it's looking absolutely delightful and Brian should be proud of himself well Brian and his team and you and the children everybody who have put their effort into it so far should be extremely proud and now that you've drawn me into it I am going to be keeping such a close eye on this trust and and the woodland and I can't wait to see your exhibition. Yes, um, that that sh- should be a challenge, but I'm looking forward to putting it together. Yeah, how lovely! Well, this is really yeah. a good example how music and voice can help. You are very much getting your music and voice involved for conservation, and it's it's so powerful. I think music and voice are such very very powerful things and they they need to be embraced for as many things as possible I think maybe I'm just a bit cuckoo but that's what I believe (laughs) no and I think you're not cuckoo at all and I think more people should be thinking on the same lines Lynn because and I think the pandemic really brought that those thoughts to the forefront because a lot more people now realise how beneficial nature is to their their health and well-being. Totally, it's because you go for your walk, don't you? Yes. I suffer with depression. Uh, it's no secret. I love being out in my garden. I love mm. watching the family of mice I'm, I have living in the corner of my garden or Mr Hedgehog that comes wandering through. Well, the birds, I put the food out for the birds. I can't be happier than listening to the birds and just watching the flowers sway in the breeze and watching wildlife go on. For me, that calms me down. And then if I've got music in the background, even better. <laughs> you know, you've got both things going on. I just love it. 
And if I if I feel particularly down, a good walk with no one around over fields through woodlands is just the best medicine. Absolutely. And it's just taking those first steps. Is I mean, I've had a I wouldn't say I've been I've never gone into deep depression, but if ever I'm really down, and it can happen in the winter months, you just have to take that extra step towards the door it's so difficult to do sometimes yeah because you you sit yourself in that black hole Mm -hmm. and if you can just get yourself to the door and open it it's just you know you've got everything out there and I think it's actually good going out in nature into woodlands or any open space that's near to you because it's great actually being on your own you don't you don't feel you have to talk to someone but then something magical happens and nature talks to you and you don't need a conversation but that healing power comes surging through it's just magnificent it's just and you know I've been on my own for 15 years now since my husband died and if I'm out and if I'm out in nature I don't feel I need anyone you know, so it certainly helped me through the grieving process and through not having anyone special in my life. My special in life is nature. Mm-hmm. And I made that pact with myself that I was going to do something that's going to make a difference after he died rather than waste my life away. It's lovely that you're doing that. And this is why it is so important. I I cry, literally physically cry, when I see areas of woodland or fields being taken and used for building on. This is why it's so important. We do need to conserve. We do need to be active in preservation of woodlands and and, and basically nature itself. So Yes, I think what people have got to do is fight against it more. I think you've got to sign every petition that comes your way to help save local woods. And people tend to think, well, this is this is life. This is the way it's going forward. But the problem is, yes, we've got improvements in life, but we won't have any damn life if we carry on. No, it's so true. On reflection, the more I learn about it, because it, it still is a learning curve. Of course. It's, I'm learning all the time. And I do an awful lot of research. And the plain, awful truth is, if we don't help nature, then we're on a downward curve as a, as a human race. And this is the most important thing at the moment. I mean, it all it affects climate change as well. But the climate change is the result of the fact that we're losing biodiversity. And it's quite tragic. And it, it re- we really need to open our eyes. And this is why I'm so passionate about it, because it's the, the single most important thing that we have to face at the moment. Yeah, it certainly is. And with, with people like yourself and uh Brian, and of course, many, many others. It's a small step, but it's a small step in the right direction. So keep on writing songs like (laughs) Mr. Prickles and your Dormouse song. Keep the music flowing through because people listen to music. So they eat that sometimes one of the most effective messages is through music. 
Well, I was just on my soapbox then. And unfortunately, people don't like listening to people on the soapboxes. So my message is told subtly in my songs. Yes, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) your message is so strong. And you continue writing your songs because people will listen. And if you can get your messages through children all the time, then you know, that's going to be our future. And I think it's so important. So well done, Mm. Linda, for taking that step. And if anybody is interested, the Save Me Trust is www.saveme.org. Go by and find out more about that as well. And if you want to get involved, there are details on there where you can. Linda, thank you very much. I didn't mind you getting on your soapbox and keep passing your message through your songs, keep writing the songs, keep influencing those children. And it's been so lovely to chat to you. It's such an important message. Thank you so much for coming on my show. And thank you for inviting me, Lynn. It's been very precious to be able to share my message. You have been listening to a Lynn Nash Music and Voice production for the power of music and voice for mental health and well-being. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you do come back for more episodes. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>